0: Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates on today's show. I have a follow-up to a discussion I had earlier about the arrest of Brandon Clint Russell and his girlfriend slash paramour Clint Daniel and what they were doing was plotting to attack the infrastructure of the electricity infrastructure of Baltimore, uh, Maryland. So uh, pretty remarkable events. They were arrested last week. Today is February 6th. And they were arraigned today. I have not seen any video or anything about their arraignment. But for me, it was a huge uh, story because I covered Brandon Clint Russell in detail in my book, Global Death Cult. And the timing was remarkable too because I started a campaign to make a documentary based upon my book last week. And I made a trailer for that, so like a video trailer that included the word Nithra. That was her code name. That was uh, his, when Daniel's his girlfriend or relationship or friend, female friend's alias online was uh, Nithra, which is one of the 21 Dark Gods of the ONA. So you can see kind of bleed over between uh, the Order of Nine Angles and Adam often. That was kind of the point of my book. So this campaign just started so I will put a link to the campaign if you're interested. I would appreciate your support. Our real goal of raising the money is to hire quality artists and sound engineers. So I already have a great artist set aside. So that money will be put to the artist to make, kind of update the artwork, make a very quality, professional-looking CD case. So it will go out in the CD case. And at the same time, I will also update and put out a second edition. I have a lot of new information I need to include in my book, a couple extra chapters. And this will be one of those chapters, will be this event that happened today or last week, this plot to destroy the infrastructure of Baltimore. Baltimore City is like 60% African-American. So you can see the kind of Nazi racism, I think, in my opinion, that's involved. And uh, really a remarkable event. But I'm going to show that trailer right now and i'll show you the nithra thing in here. it's just a really wild synchronicity for me that this event happened just as i was doing this campaign so here is the trailer and you can also see the trailer on the link to the indiegogo website so yeah so that's kind of my the intro to the documentary so i have tons of information that i've already completed and uh it's really just compiling it and putting it together making it professional so that's really the idea behind this campaign that i have for this Indie go go campaign but so if you uh have a few coins to spare if you're interested in this project or these ideas or uh, interested in getting them out, getting the information out, I would appreciate any help that you could provide. So that is that. I do have, I'm going to read from my book. I'm going to read from chapter nine about Adam Often and Brandon Russell and show some slides as well so that people can kind of get an idea of, you know, what, what, what's what been happening. I mean, going back to 2017, really Adam Often was started in 2015. And then there were two guys who got shot in 2017. And I'll show some video. Um, one is from a frontline investigation into Adam Waffen, But uh, this is these are some of the slides I have. Some of these will be from the book and I'll show my book as well. But this is um, this is Brandon Clint Russell, just arrested last week in a plot. So this is his booking. Arrest picture from 2017 when everything went down. He was charged and found guilty of having explosives. He had this high explosive at his uh, place in Tampa, Florida, that he shared with Devin Arthurs. And then Arthurs killed two other guys who were both Adam Waffen members from North, uh, New England Onis Chuck and Himmelin so this is a picture from 2016. You can see the Adam Waffen insignia. It has that kind of nuclear code with the laurel wreath, and then the traditional Nazi flag. Um, and they posted this on a neo-Nazi message message board in 2016. So, and they have the death's head. That's from Germany. It's called a Totenkopf, death head. And these are some of the pictures taken from the crime scene when Devin Arthurs did the shooting and I'll, I'll read through that but it's very bloody and gory and this is from the research of Nate Thayer May 2017 all making material found in the garage of Adam Waffen founder Brandon Russell and Nate Thayer just passed away in the last two weeks or a month so rest in peace he did a lot of work on Adam Waffen. I quoted him in my book and I'll try to find and dig up his picture. So I hope none of the stuff gets lost. But you can see the ball making material here. It's, you know, somewhat complicated. And uh, I think uh, all these pictures will show that stuff. Yeah. So there's the garage. A lot of stuff is laid out. They had kind of this is Devin Arthur's. He joined the. National Guard because he thought he could be among far right people. That's him after his arrest. He looks bugged out, whacked out. It says here, one time neo-Nazi deemed unfit for trial in Tampa murders. More than a year after returning from a state mental hospital, Devin Arthur's was once again found incompetent to stand trial. The 2017 killings of his roommates. He will undergo treatment before the case can continue. And they were like using stencils, so they had the Nazi stencil. God hates F.A.G.S. with the Nazi thing and spray paint. So I don't know where they put that up, but this is kind of the story from the police report of what went down on uh, May nineteenth, twenty seventeen. And the whole—I just—I think I'll just read the whole story into the record because I think it's a good historical kind of piece. On May nineteenth, twenty seventeen, at p.m., Devin Arthurs entered the Green Planet Smoke Shop located at 15325 Amberley Drive, Tampa, Florida. The store was occupied by an employee, victim number one, and customer victim number two. Devin Arthurs lifted up the back of his t-shirt and removed a black semi-automatic pistol from his rear waistband. Victim one stated that Arthurs pointed a gun at her and told her to get on the ground. Victim two stated that Arthur yelled, do me a favor and get the F on the ground. Both victims complied with the demand. Victim number two also advised that Arthur's asked him, Why shouldn't I kill you? Arthur's made these demands and asked these questions from a distance of no more than five feet from both victim number one and two. Both victim number one and two were placed in fear for their life. Approximately two or three minutes after Arthur's entered the Green Planet Smoke Shop, a second customer, victim number three, enters the store. Arthur's ordered orders victim number three down to the ground, but does not threaten him with the firearm. Arthur's informed all three victims in the store that he had already killed somebody. He further informed all three victims that he was upset due to America bombing his Muslim countries. Approximately five minutes after the third victim enters the smoke shop, two Tampa police officers arrive on scene and confront Arthur's. It is at this point that victim number one is able to stand up and run out the back of the business. The two responding officers convince Arthurs to let the remaining victims leave the store. Arthurs Arthurs acquiesces to the request made by the officers and allows victim number two and three to leave the store. Both victims stand up and run towards and out the back door. After several more minutes of negotiating, Arthurs finally surrenders and allows officers to place him in handcuffs. This entire interaction is documented via victim and officer statements, as well as interior Surveillance video located at the Green Planet smoke shop. The firearm was second secured and later collected by crime scene technicians. While being walked to a patrol vehicle, Arthur's made references to Allah Muhammad. Arthur's further stated, I had to do it. This wouldn't have had to happen if your country didn't bomb my country. While being placed under arrest, Officer Katie Thomas Thanases asked Arthur's if anyone else was hurt. Arthur stated, the people in the apartment, they aren't hurt, they're dead. Officer Thomas asked Arthurs if medics would be able to help them, to which Arthurs replied, oh no, they are definitely dead. Officer Thanasis asked Arthurs what apartment they were in, to which Arthurs replied, it is across the street. Arthurs was not able to provide an address to officers on scene. However, he directed officers to the exact location, eventually pointing to the front door of 155350 Amberley Drive, Tampa, Florida. The Hamptons at Tampa Palms Apartments. Additional officers responded to number 3723 and encountered a white male in full U.S. Army camouflage standing just outside the front door. The white male was later identified as Brandon Russell, an associate of Arthur's. Russell was crying and visibly upset. Arthur's, who was in the backseat of offer, Officer Thanassis' patrol vehicle, stated, that's my roommate, Russell. He doesn't know what's going on and just found them like you guys did. Based on the statements made by Arthurs, officers entered the apartment. During a cursory search of the apartment, officers located the bodies of two unidentified white males, both males had suffered gunshot wounds, to the upper body and head and were obviously deceased. During an audio and video recorded post-Miranda interview, which was conducted by Detective Nightlinger and Detective Sandell, Devin Arthurs provided a full admission t- to the shooting death of both men in the apartment. Arthurs identified the men as personally known to him as Jeremy Himmelman and Andrew Onishchuk. Arthurs provided specific details of the shooting to include the rifle he used, the sequencing of targeting Himmelman then Onishchuk, the exact location of the shooting, as well as the shot placement on each victim. Arthur's advised that the shooting stemmed from Himmelman and Onischuk disrespecting Arthur's Muslim faith. Arthur stated that all of them had been friends with a common neo-Nazi belief, until Arthur's converted to Muslim. Since then, Arthur stated he had become angered by the world's anti-Muslim sentiment and had wanted to bring attention to his cause. Arthur's also stated that prior to the murder, he had been privy to neo-Nazi internet chat sites threatening to kill people, and he had developed a thinking. That he should take some of the neo-nazis with him so that's him and there's a long video of arthur you can see him being interviewed online on youtube i'll see if i can find the link i don't know if people would be interested in seeing that but this is a picture of arthur's being interrogated after the shooting an adam waffen member sketched a map to take the neo-nazis down what path officials took is a mystery some experts and former officials see the case as part of a larger pattern evidence that federal agencies are understaffed and out of position in confronting the threat of white supremacist terrorism, even as the FBI's latest report shows a spike in hate crime for the third straight year. And this is kind of a thing about him. Devin Arthur's posting under the name The Vice Wolf talked about volunteering with Azov in August 2015. He exulted in January 2016 that misanthropic division a group linked to both Azov and right sector had vandalized a Holocaust memorial writing, quote, Kiev will be cleansed, unquote. So that's just a connection. So Devin Arthurs kills two people. He's living with Brandon Clint Russell and is interested in Azov. So Azov, that's who the U.S. is supporting right now is like literal Nazis, which is uh, completely and totally embarrassing and shameful. But I'm going to show a video of him and how strange he became. I think he was probably strange before, but this is a, like a literal uh, picture of him in court or a video of him in court choking himself out. It's really as remarkable. His
1: appearance in court was anything but ordinary. Everyone in the courtroom, including the judge, got a first-hand look at Arthur's appearing to choke himself to the point of unconsciousness it's the type of involuntary reflex a doctor who evaluated him talked about last month
2: he squeezes and lets his head fall into his hands to compress his blood vessels until he begins to lose consciousness
1: arthur's attorney wants him back at a state hospital for treatment but a judge will make that final call <laughs> point to mr arthur's is presently arthur once shared a neo-nazi belief with his two roommates But when that changed, Arthur turned violent. He told detectives his roommates made fun of his new Muslim beliefs, so he killed them both. The bodies were discovered by Arthur's third roommate, Brandon Russell, who also found himself in trouble. After detectives discovered he was making homemade bombs in the garage and other bomb-making materials, Russell, who was a leader of a neo-Nazi movement online, had a hit list that included synagogues in Tampa Bay and other state landmarks. Russell is now serving a five-year federal prison sentence. As for Arthurs, he told detectives after the murders, he was sick in the head. I'm very prone to getting angry a lot. I'm very to the point where I think that I might be kind of sick in that sense. Um, I don't want to get help for that. I think that I'm not sure I be at a mental hospital where I should have been. And now this latest display in front of the judge could keep him away from a jury and back in a hospital bed.
0: Gloria Gomez, Fox, 13... So that is uh, Devin Arthurs. Pretty remarkable. But interested in Azov. <clears throat> this is just another article about that. Onus Chuck was 18, Himmelman 22. Arthurs told investigators he killed Onus Chuck and Himmelman... Because they want to build a Fourth Reich. And this was some of the propaganda that was found on site. It says, Don't prepare for exams, prepare for race war with a swastika. And then it says, The diplomas will come in handy when the shipments of toilet paper stop. And that's from James Mason and Siege. So that's the Adam Waffen Division. You can see the insignia there. And uh, I cover a full chapter of James Mason in my book, Global Death Cult. So they, these guys are all referencing him, American Nazi who knew uh George Lincoln Rockwell. So there's all the pictures. So Arthur's Russell Hemmelman and then Honest Chuck. They were friends. They had they had a lot of problems. Hemmelman himself had underwent electroshock therapy a few times like it's pretty crazy. That's the only Chuck wearing Burzum. It's kind of like a far right uh, Nordic group. And then this is surveillance footage capturing Andrew. Like they had to join up into Adam Waffen. You had to do these pamphleting things where you go put their propaganda up at uh, places. This is called the Sticker Cost at Boston University. So his dad, I think in a documentary, his dad confirmed that that was him. His dad knew him. That's Arthur's choking himself out. And these are pictures of the actual arrest of Russell after this event. He kind of hit the road, and then they found his bomb-making materials, and then they were searching for him. So he traveled south of Tampa to the uh, Florida Keys. And I'm going to show a video of that. This is from a really interesting documentary called documenting hate, of the new American Nazis. So this is a sequence of that. I'll just show some of these other stills, but that's what Russell looked like. Not really in Nazi garb, but and they confirmed it was him, who got his ID at the time, and that's his booking video. So let me play this um, really interesting segment here.
2: Brandon Russell was also detained and questioned by local police and the FBI. He told a different story. He said the explosives were his, but insisted that he was only using them to power model rockets. Waffen was nothing more than a club. The police released Russell without charging him. They even gave him a ride home so he could pick up his car. Russell promptly disappeared. He met up with another Atomwaffen member and began driving south. As the men drove, the FBI issued an arrest warrant for Russell on explosives charges.
3: We had his picture. We were told that he could possibly be going up near Turkey Point for some type of terrorist act. That's
2: all we knew. That's all you knew. That
3: was it. He turned into the Burger King. I put my patrol car right behind his car to block it in. And I didn't even think I just got out of the car. I said, Brandon, come here. And he looked at me and he looked startled for a second. And before I gave him reaction to do anything, I just grabbed his arm and started hanging. Do you hanging have any weapons on you? Do you have any weapons
0: on you? Put your hands on your back.
3: He was shaking, which made me shake because I didn't know what he had on him. Explosive materials? All I could think is that he had some type of detonator on him because he was so nervous. Stop fidgeting. Why are you fidgeting? What are we going to find in that car? Guns,
0: ammunition.
2: You have at least two long guns in excess of a 1,000 rounds of ammunition, homemade body armor, mm-hmm. no suitcases, mm-hmm. no toiletry bags. It was the absence of the other things that was a little bit concerning. Nervous, we were very, very thankful that we contacted them away from that car yes. because if we had pulled them over, the outcome of that event could have been way different for everybody involved based on what they had inside the car. Given all the weapons. so weapons have...
3: were right behind them within hand reach uh, as well as the ammunition and i believe they had loaded magazines in the center console mm-hmm. for the rifles when we found all the weapons we were convinced that we had just stopped the mass shooting
2: the monroe county sheriff's department believes they stopped some kind of violent attack but it's still not clear what Brandon Russell may have been planning. He had the weapons and ammunition to kill dozens of people. And the FBI bulletin said he might have been targeting the nearby Turkey Point nuclear power plant. Russell eventually pleaded guilty to illegal possession of explosives. He was sentenced to five years in prison. But according to Devin Arthurs, Russell wasn't the only threat inside orphan if I could just talk to an FBI agent, like individually or something like that, if I could get my computer as resources, I could show them like all these channels and stuff. So like So on that. your computer, there is there's stuff that you could have You can find encrypted channels. You can find uh, you can find names easily. It'd be very easy to identify who these people are. So you think uh, having an FBI agent, as you requested, sit down and go over this stuff, you think then you would uh, open some eyes? Yeah, I definitely do. I think that it would uh, that it would open. eyes to a much bigger thing than
0: what happened today. And I think that that could definitely, like, uh, you know, basically save a lot of lives. Really good documentary, Documenting Hate. I recommend people check that out. But, uh, yeah, there's some more of these things we can go through. And I'm going to do some reading from my book, too. So let's see if I can pull that up. So, this is um, the original formation of Adam Waffen Division in an Iron March post under his user online moniker Odin, October 12, 2015. Crowley's birthday interest. Probably not intentional, but uh, it reads The Adam Waffen Division is a group of comprised of many members and has been many years in the making, at least three years. Our exact numbers are not to be talked about too publicly, but we are over 40 members strong. Large concentration in Florida, various smaller chapters throughout the U.S., such as Chicago, Texas, and New England, Boston, New York, Kentucky, Alabama, Ohio, Missouri, Oregon, Virginia, and a few others. We are a very fanatical ideological band of comrades who do both activism and militant training, hand-to-hand arms training, and various other forms of training. As for activism, we spread awareness in the real world, world through unconventional means. Keyboard warriorism is nothing to do with what we are. Joining us means serious dedication not only to the Waffen Division and its members, but to the goal of ultimate uncompromising victory. With this means only those willing to get out on the streets, in the woods, or wherever we may be in the world and together, work together in the physical realm as started earlier no keyboard warriorisms we do however do a lot of hacking you won't hear about this though if you don't want to meet up and get things done don't bother so that was the original finding and he uh liked to post a lot of interesting things these are some of his posts from 2016. I hate hearing about innocent people. There are no innocent people in this disgusting modern world. And then another one uh, from Iron March is bulldozing bodies into mass graves is the obvious solution, but in all seriousness, what re-education doesn't fix the sword will. It's pretty nasty stuff. This is from Jake Hanrahan. He did a lot of posting back in 2018 about this whole situation, but this is just a picture he had of, a conversation took, that took place on Iron March. And then, how did a convicted neo Nazi release propaganda from prison? That's a good question. So he was releasing propaganda and uh, s- open statements. And I'll read some of those. I have them in my book. But this is from Adam Waffen's. Before they got kicked off of Twitter, they were talking about a lot of stuff. So you had, like, LHP at Kristallnacht underscore... AWD it says here if you want to learn more about 09A and why a lot of Adam Waffen members, even some leadership, not all, are a part of such things, you should read Libra 333. That's from, um, what is it, the uh, Lexian that was in uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. We don't actually worship, worship Satan. Majority of us believe in the gods of old that our Aryan ancestors worshipped. And then from Adam Waffen Division, it says, "If you want to learn more about what we're about, Order of Nine Angles, Siege, admitted earlier, feel free to message us. Hail Satan." So, pretty disturbing. And then the guy that he was with, his name was William James Chantre, another 22-year-old guy. I guess he didn't get arrested. I don't know what happened to him. But when he when he got arrested russell had a tattoo of the adam waffen division on his right shoulder so he's a real believer and you can see that here if you're watching this on rockfin and this is um, another piece from nate there did great re- research it says here Adam Waffen Division founder Brandon Russell in his Tampa, Florida home, in a photograph taken before his arrest on possession of illegal explosive material. On the wall in the background is the Adam Waffen flag. Russell is dressed in a chemical warfare suit and holding a Geiger counter that detects the presence of radioactive material. So he's definitely uh, dressed up in that garb. And then this is kind of the international quality of Adam Waffen. He had gone to the UK to meet a guy by the name of Ben Raymond and other members of National Action. That was the far right group in England or UK. And this is a press release from May twenty second, twenty seventeen. Says roommate of alleged Tampa Palm shooter charged with federal explosive violations. So that was the criminal complaint announcement about Brandon Russell that sent him to jail. He got out in 2021, and now he's back in um, back in jail in 2023. Adam Waffen, which translates to go nuclear in German, um, that's branded uh, British government branded National Action as a terrorist organization under the Terrorism Act 2000, making it illegal to be a member of the group or to support it. Unlike national action, Adam Waffen's social media glorifies Islamic terrorists, pretty much like the ONA, and lets its followers know Hitler would have supported the Palestinians. In another message on Twitter, the group stated, quote, Hezbollah and Hamas are doing God's work by attacking Israel. And this is an activity alert. This came out, I think, February 2020, just about uh, Adam Waffen trying to intimidate people. So those are the slides I'm going to read from my do a few uh, just read from my book. This is chapter nine of my book Global Death Cult just some of the things I'm not going to read it verbatim word for word, but chapter nine covers up the Adam waffen division It says here Brandon Clint Russell and Devin Arthur's met online in a right wing live chat room. <clears throat> Then it was Iron March. This is one of the quotes from Adam Woffin Division.org before it got shut down was, the frail whites will serve as prey to the Aryan predator. And then this is uh, something from Nate Dayer. I mentioned him in my book. He said that Iron March, quote, was like a 21st century cyberspace version of Lord of the Flies, the almost exclusively very young and male fraternity who share in common, raw, and unfocused rage Congregate on secret online discussion forums to spew hate, invent teenage angst, whipping themselves further into darker frenzies of hopelessness. Yeah, He's a good writer. But Iron March, also this guy who started, his name is, uh, he went by Alexander Slavros, but his real name was Alisher Mukhitinov, but he was supposedly dating online, this girl. Lindsay suvano tried to do, do a mass casualty killing in Nova Scotia, Halifax, Nova Scotia, which I also cover in this book, in the book. Brandon Russell met Devin Arthurs online on a site called Tiny Chat that provides video chat services. Arthurs said, both young men lived in Florida, Brandon in Tampa, Devon in Longwood, a suburb north of Orlando. Wearing headsets, the two would sit at their computers and talk deep into the night. In addition to his fascination with fascism and acts of violence, Russell had one more obsession, nuclear weapons. He posted instructions online for building improvised nuclear reactors. It's not clear how realistic these plans were, and studied nuclear physics as an undergraduate at the University of South Florida. Russell is actually in a kind of weird YouTube channel, like it was a science-focused YouTube channel, and I think it got lost to history, but he was on there with some guy who like made contraptions. He was much younger. The high explosive that Russell was making was called HMTD. He had all kinds of stuff on there. Potassium chlorate, potassium nitrate, nitromethane, hexamine, and one pound of ammonium nitrate. And the FBI agent wrote, Based upon my training and experience, I know that the HMTD found in the garage combined with the amount of ammonium nitrate and nitromethane also found in the garage would constitute a bomb under 26 USC 5845F1 so brandon russell was born in the bahamas native to native white bahamians he'd been diagnosed as a child with adhd while being raised by his mother and grandparents so there's just a lot of information the place they were they were pulled over was Key Largo, so they made it all the way to Key Largo. Devin Arthurs interviewed by Tampa Police plainly stated that quote, "Adam Waffen Division is a terrorist organization. It is a neo-Nazi organization I was part of. The things that they were planning were horrible. They were planning bombings and stuff like that on countless people. They were planning of killing civilian life. After Russell's arrest, the Florida Guard began an investigation into his activities while in uniform. Three weeks after Russell was jailed, the Guard wrapped up its inquiry. In a report, the Guard listed some of the troubling things it discovered. Quote, Russell had a tattoo of the Adam Waffen logo on his right shoulder. The investigator on the case noted that the U.S. military did not maintain a database of tattoos that might have been used to screen for troubling affiliations. Two of Russell's superiors had warned him about his conduct After he repeatedly vocalized his hatred for homosexuality and f-word, Russell had seemed very anxious to receive body armor and keep his military-issued gear. In in, in his interrogation with police, Arthur's confirmed many of the conclusions made by the National Guard. Like he, he re-enlisted specifically for the group to go into his to go into his supply room and steal stuff, like steal night vision goggles. We have guys in the American military that literally would go to, go to like bases and steal huge amounts of equipment. He joined specifically for the knowledge and the training, and he wants to use that training against the government. I'm telling you stuff that the FBI should also be hearing. If I could just talk to an FBI agent, talks about encrypted channels. There's a lot. There's a recording that went out while he was in jail, and I'll read it. He says, a lot has transpired in the years since my incarceration, since I've become a prisoner of war in this war against society. To all of those who abandoned ship, woe to you. Adolf Hitler once said, there is no room in this world for cowardly people. So there is certainly no room for you in the Atomwaffen division. The same goes for all the pathetic rumor spreaders, opportunistic parasites, and any other traitors. The sword has been drawn. There is no turning back. And then he ratted out some of the names. Of the people he thought were traitors. I'm not going to name them. I didn't put them in the book. Despite their actions, they are considered themselves fascists. Let it be known they no longer have allies. Then he quoted from Charles Manson, said, We are all in our, we are all our own prisons. We are each all out our own wardens, and we do our own time. Prisons in your mind. And then he added a warning while taking credit for the creation of Adam Waffin. I created something beautiful. Beautiful things scare you people. You don't like it because it doesn't like you. So, then I go into kind of talking about the victims of Devin Arthur's Onish Chuck and Himmelman. They're covered in this other documentary. I'll try to find it and put it in the show notes. But it was done by a guy who was formerly in the far right. I kind of I kind of trace their history up until their deaths in 2017. So it's kind of a it's kind of a shame. Like they didn't get a chance to grow old and get out of this stuff. They were young and I think impressionable and really troubled. All four of those guys are very troubled to me. So it's really uh, a shame. But yeah, huge news today. Brandon Clint Russell gets uh, arrested last week for plotting to destroy the electrical grid around Baltimore. Like they were, you know, talking about it. He and his He and his his girlfriend or whatever, paramour relationship. But yeah, so I am trying to raise funds. I'm going to do a second edition of the book, make it look better, get all this new information into it. So if you're interested or willing to help out, please consider uh, supporting my Indiegogo campaign to do a documentary, Global Death Cult so people can see this so it's not just the book so the book will look much better and then the documentary the real reason is i already have all the research done you can see some of it here but uh, to hire professionals do the artwork and uh, have a quality soundtrack as well so i'm hoping to just get that raised and i really i don't think it'll be very i plan on having it done in 60 days it's not something that'll happen next year or anything like that i've successfully funded two other campaigns. I did an Indiegogo for my first documentary about the Smiley Face Killers in 2017. So that was a successful funding. That was a three and a half hour uh, film, like tons of research on that. And then my second one, I actually crowdfunded children of the beast, my book children of the beast. So those were uh, uh, projects that were completed successfully funded. People got copies of the film or by DVD or the book. So if you do support this book or this, excuse me, this documentary, you will get a copy, a DVD copy in a case quality and a new copy of my second edition of this book. And then I have other options for people who want to help out. If you want to become a producer or something like that, or you'd be interested in working on it, just let me know. You can send me an email too. If you have any questions like that, you can always reach me. Through my website, William Ramsey or you can send me an email, William Ramsey Investigates at ProtonMail.com. But uh, thank you for listening, and I appreciate it. Have a great night.